This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Welcome to the Mom Room Podcast. My name is Renee Rena, and I am definitely the mom friend you have always wanted. Hello, welcome. It is Tuesday morning, and I am about to pack up some snacks and head back home. Milo and I have been at my parents' house for a few days, actually almost a week, like five days, I think. So yeah, I'm ready to go home, get back into a routine. My parents took Milo fishing, so it's been raining the last two days. We have a little bit of cabin cabin fever. Is that the right thing to say? Because every time I say cabin fever, I'm like, Renee, I don't know if that's the right thing to say. Like, does that mean something sexual or is that like you're going stir crazy? I'm going to Google it and I'll I'll report back. But every time I say it, I feel a little bit weird. But I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's the right thing to say. I said it in front of my mom and she didn't say anything. So I don't know. Anyways, I'm ready to get back into routine. I always start to feel so discombobulated, which means like, actually, to be honest, I don't really know what that means either. Um, it just means like out of sorts. I'm like, I need structure and to sit at my desk and to have my iMac. And yeah, I just feel like not productive, even though I'm doing stuff while I'm away. So anywho, it's been a lovely visit. Um, Watched a lot of Below Deck, read my book. I'm currently on uh, People We Meet on Vacation. I don't know. It's kind of like not exciting. I don't know. Like, I know it was a really popular book and I'm pretty sure it's the same author that wrote Book Lovers and I loved Book Lovers. So yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm going to finish it obviously, but I don't know. It's not my favorite so far. Nothing like exciting is happening. I don't know. We'll see. Anywho, um, so I've been reading that, been eating a ton of toast with tomatoes and mayonnaise and basil with salt and pepper, like yummo delicioso. They are fresh tomatoes and basil from my mom's little garden, like incredible. So, so, so good. I'm going to take some basil home and try and recreate it at home. So yeah, it's been good. Um, We drove here the day after I went to the Hanson concert, and so I've been wearing my Hanson t-shirts. I bought two at the concert because I'm an adult now that makes money, so I don't have to, like, choose one t-shirt at the merch stand. I can freaking buy both, okay? And I did. So I've been wearing those. I got double XL because I wanted to wear them with bike shorts and have them look super oversized, and I know as soon as you wash them and dry them, they shrink because I've been ordering some large or extra large t-shirts from H&M or Zara. And the first time I wear them, they're super oversized. But then as soon as I dry them, they're not oversized anymore. And it pisses me off. So I've got the double XL. They were huge. And now they are just perfectly oversized. And I love them. 
So that's what I've been wearing, and it's like my uniform now, my Hanson t-shirt and my bike shorts. And it's funny because I was looking at the old, like the very first podcast cover that I had, I'll share it in stories. It was a drawing from my sister's fiance, Mikey, and it's like me holding a wine glass and a bottle in the other hand, and I have a Hanson t-shirt on. He like drew the little Hanson logo on my t-shirt. And I remember talking to my sister-in-law, Caroline, about like, is that allowed? Is this copyright? Like, is Hanson gonna sue me? Like, I don't know. Um, But yeah, it's interesting. Like, that's kind of my uniform is a Hanson t-shirt. So now I got two new Hanson t-shirts. The concert was way better than I expected. Like, they are so good and the energy of the crowd every time they played one of their older songs which they played a lot of them people were just losing their minds and everybody in the audience was just screaming every single word like it was so fun and it was a smaller venue it was at the Danforth Music Hall in Toronto so it's like 1500 people which is so small if you think about it like if you go see Sean Mendez or something at an arena it's like 25,000 people so it's it was nice to just be like in a small venue rocking out to Hanson um so since then obviously I've been listening to them non-stop listening to their new stuff too and like researching about them because I was so unbelievably obsessed with Hanson when I was younger the last and first concert that I saw them was in 1997 so I was 12 years old and we lived in Sudbury at the time which is a four-hour drive from Toronto and my parents got me tickets and my dad drove my mom and I to the concert venue sat in the parking lot reading the newspaper while my mom and I went to the concert and then drove us back home after. Isn't that hilarious? So we probably got home like, what, like four in the morning. We probably slept in the car like crazy. So that was my first Hanson concert. And it's crazy to think that now in 2022, which is 25 years later, I think I'm not even going to try and do the math, but I think it's 25 years later. I'm seeing them in this small venue in Toronto, like as a 37 year old, like it's so crazy to think about that. And I was obsessed and I'm talking like, you know, those magazines, Tiger Beat, like Bop, all those, do they even exist anymore? I don't know. But Every time I always wanted to go to the grocery store with my mom because I would bother her nonstop until she bought me some of these magazines so I could pull out the posters of Hanson and plaster them all over my wall. And before it was Hanson, it was Jonathan Taylor Thomas. And when I tell you, you could not see like a square inch of wall or ceiling or closet doors, or bedroom door, like you could not see anything. It was plastered with Hanson posters 
I kid you not. And I was obsessed with Zach. Um, turns out he is the same age because Allie and I, I went to the concert with Allie. We were like, how old are they? Like, I couldn't remember if when I was younger, they were older than me or younger than me. And it turns out Zach is my age. He was born in 85. Taylor is two years older. And then I think Isaac is like two or three years older than Taylor. So Taylor is 39 years old. Zach is 36, turning 37. And Isaac is probably like 41, 42. Crazy. So I was reading up about them because I feel like I was super obsessed and then they kind of just turned into an indie band or something you know they just kind of like slowly left the spotlight of Hollywood and entertainment and my mom and I were talking about how that must have been their decision because if you think about like the Jonas Brothers and how they were marketed and just continued to like get more and more famous. They had TV shows. They were hosting shows. They did went off and had like solo careers. Hanson never did that. They just kept making the music that they wanted to make. Never kind of kept up with what the popular music sounded like. They just kept doing their own thing. Which is so interesting And then I was like, well, when did they even get married? Like, how can you have seven kids? I have one child and I'm the same age. Well, two years younger than Taylor. So I'm like researching about when they got married, like who their wives are, yada, yada, yada. So it turns out Zach and Taylor both met their wives at some event at like a mall or something in like... 2000 or 1999 or no like 2002 maybe anyways they met them like so they're married to people that were their fans and they met at this event and they got married super young like I think 19 years old they were married isn't that wild And so I just recorded with Alexandra for her podcast, This Family Tree, yesterday, and we were talking about Hanson, and she was like, are they really religious? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't remember them. I don't remember that being a thing, like anybody talking about their religion or anything like that. Not like, remember the Jonas Brothers had the purity ring thing, and everyone was like, oh, that's interesting. Like, nothing like that ever came up with Hanson. So I was like... I don't know. So she Googled it and it turns out they are, they were raised like evangelical Christians. Um, But it says like they don't really talk about it much. And I was like, that's so interesting. So I guess it's common to get married really young and have a bunch of kids, like a big family. And then I was like, I could never be a wife to somebody who has this big career and is like chasing their dreams and doing everything that they want to do and have seven kids and be like the default parent basically and you know taking care of the household while my husband goes out and like tours the world and has all these fans and and like that's just me 
you know? If you would have asked me, like, when I was 13 years old, Renee, would you like to marry Taylor Hansen and have seven children? I would say, yes, absolutely. Like, where do I sign up? But now I'm like, oh my God, that would kill me. But that's just who I am as a person. Like, I already struggle with my husband being a physician and his job coming before everything. So I can't imagine being in that situation. Like, yeah, you're married to Taylor Hansen and that's really cool. But like, that would drive me crazy. And this is just me like projecting my own issues onto somebody else. Um, You know, like, I don't know. And it's the same thing with like people being super fulfilled and content with staying home or whatever. And it's not that any one lifestyle is better than the other. It's just we're all individuals that have different desires in life. And if you would have asked me when I was 13, my desire would have been to marry somebody in Hanson, you know? And now it's like, that might actually drive me crazy. I don't know. It's really strange. Anywho, like, good for them. Like big family. They have like a young child all the way up to like a teenager. It's crazy to think about. Super successful still. They've been a band for 30 years, living their best lives, just like putting out music, doing what they want to do. And to me, I feel like they have the best of both worlds. Like they're able to continue doing what they want to do. They have like a solid career, a solid fan base, but they don't have the negative parts of fame or like being global superstars. Do you know what I'm saying? Like they have a sense of normalcy and like a normal life and also are still doing what they love to do and like support their families and yeah, like live where they grew up still. It's not like they ever moved out to Los Angeles and it's really interesting how some people get famous as children and go one way and then other people go a different way. And I think a lot of it has to do with their family and support systems and just having people guiding them in the right direction, I guess. I don't know. Anywho, that's my rant about Hanson. Um, I'm going to go check on my child now. He's out fishing with his grandparents and I got to pack up and get on the road for a four hour drive. And then I'll decide what other topic I want to chat about on this solo episode. Right now I'm just talking into my phone because I was too lazy to take out my microphone and my recorder. So This episode is brought to you by Little Spoon. If you're like me, then the bane of your existence is thinking about what to feed your children, prepping food, going to the grocery store, all of the above. Who has the time? We are all so busy, and it's important to incorporate things into our life that keep our life as simple and convenient as possible. Little Spoon is one way to do just that. They deliver fresh, healthy meals and snacks straight to your door that your kid will love at every eating stage they are in. The baby blends are fresh, organic baby food from single ingredients to multi-textured purees to take the stress out of starting solids. They partner with Clean Label Project to test their blends for 400 plus contaminants, including heavy metals, so you know you're getting good stuff. The Biteables are finger food meals that are cut to size to promote easy self-feeding, and they are healthy, balanced, and free of artificial junk. 
The Little Spoon plates are toddler and big kid meals that are free of junk and they taste amazing. Even the pickiest eaters will love them. Think hidden veggie mac and cheese, chicken nuggets, and adventurous eats like potstickers, gnocchi, and more. They also offer really fun things like puffs, they have smoothies, lunchers, and snacks. You quite literally never have to think about food again. It's just easy peasy. And did I mention this all comes right to your door? It is so flexible, so easy, and everything stores right in the fridge and freezer. The price is right. The quality is unmatched. You are going to love it and your kids are going to love it. It is just a huge win for your family. Simplify your kids' mealtime with 30% off your first order. Go to littlespoon.com slash momroom and enter our code momroom at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. My husband and I both turn the big four zero next year, and we have been thinking a lot about our long-term health. We want to get smarter about our health, make better choices, but also not feel overwhelmed trying to separate fact from fiction. There is so much information out there and it can be hard to figure out what applies to you, what is right, and what is wrong. Well, let me introduce you to the Zoe Science and Nutrition Podcast. With the help of world-leading scientists, they help you make smarter health choices every week. Don't just take my word for it. Naomi's Apple Review says, Zoe Science and Nutrition is super easy to consume even if you don't understand the science. With loads of actionable tips, a great mix of guests, and interesting cutting-edge science. You can't go wrong with a weekly podcast where world-leading scientists explain how their own research could improve your health. If you're ready to join millions of others like Naomi transforming their health, then search for Zoe Science and Nutrition wherever you listen to podcasts. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode of The Mom Room and providing me with samples. You know how a lot of people can't leave the house without a water bottle? It's like their emotional support water bottle. I am the exact same way with facial tissues. And that is because I have such bad allergies, specifically in my sinuses, to the point where I know I'm going to have to blow my nose multiple times in a day, and I cannot be out in public without my emotional support facial tissues. Luckily, for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so that you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Now I know if I have a big event, maybe I'm going to a concert, going out for dinner... I don't want to be blowing my nose every two seconds. It's very unbecoming. And so I will take Claritin D and enjoy my evening. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter or ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. So it has come to my attention that I went on a Hanson rant for 15 minutes. Um, I'm almost embarrassed to publish this episode. Like, what if they listen to it? Because eventually I would like to have them on the podcast. I don't know if they really do podcasts, um, but I would love to have them on just to talk about like childhood fame and 
their career paths and fatherhood, all those things. And now I'm like, oh my God, what if they listen to that? They're going to be like, what a psycho. Anyways, um, I'm going to publish it because those are my thoughts. Okay. Um, I am at home now. The drive was uneventful. Thank God. Milo did watch his tablet the entire way, which he usually doesn't. So I was like, is his brain going to turn to mush? Like, I don't know. But we actually had a really easy bedtime. And although he did wake up at four in the morning, so he's going to be tired today, which is not ideal because we have a dentist appointment. So Milo has a cavity in one of his back teeth. And we tried to do it with the laser at my dentist office. And yes, the laser, if you haven't listened to the dentist episode with um, my dentist, Alvin Lowe, go back. It's like a few episodes back and listen to it. It is so good. And so many people are like, oh my God, I did not realize that I shouldn't be using this toothpaste with my kid. I didn't realize I should have been bringing them to the dentist, like all these things tongue scraping, like I could go on and on. So listen to that episode. And then you'll understand what I mean by trying to fix the cavity with a laser. So we tried that it wasn't working. So he recommended that we go to this other um, dentist's office where they specialize in pediatric dentistry. So we just have the consultation today and they'll let us know how we should proceed. I'm assuming he's going to need some kind of sedative um, to be able to address the cavity, but we shall see. It's all very stressful, but I've decided to just kind of, you know, like, okay, whatever we have to do, we're just going to do and we're going to get through it and it's temporary. So let's do it. I just want this cavity fixed. So that's that on that. Um, What am I doing today? So today I have continued my search for a camera because I don't know if you know the camera drama, but I bought two freaking cameras to shoot two different angles when I do in-person podcasts. Turns out most cameras have a 30-minute recording time limit, so they just shut off right in the middle of the podcast. So I was like, well, that's not ideal. So I had recently bought the second one from Amazon, so I was able to easily return it, like yay, Amazon. Um, the other one I'll probably just keep, I guess. I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but, or I'll try and sell it. It's like 500 bucks. So we'll see. Now I've been researching cameras for the last few days, watching endless numbers of YouTube videos where people are going through comparing different cameras, like the pros, the cons, all this stuff. And I found the camera that I think I need and it's the Sony FX3. And there's no recording limit. It doesn't overheat because that's another issue. All these cameras that record past 30 minutes overheat. So basically what you're telling me is that they don't record past 30 minutes because they start to overheat and turn off. So I was looking for a camera that didn't overheat, that didn't have a recording limit. 
And the benefit of this one is that you can plug XLR microphones right into it. It has an attachment. So now if I want to record my solo episodes and put them up as YouTube videos, it'll be super high video quality, but also high audio quality. So that is ideal. It's lovely. So this camera is like $5,000 barf. Um, but I feel like I need it and it will be a good investment and I'm going to use it for years. So I'm going to start with one, see how it goes. And then I might have to order a second one eventually to do the two different angles. Once you get into equipment, like video equipment, audio equipment, it's so frustrating because there's so much out there and it's so confusing to figure out what you need and what would work best for what you're doing. Like I'm not making cinematic adventures, you know, I'm just literally recording podcast episodes. So anyways, that's what I've been doing. I'm also going to order, I think, the microphones that all the podcasters use, which is the Shure SM7, because it's the best. And then I'm going to get the little mic flags, you know, the little boxes with the logo that go on the end of the microphone. I'm going to do that. Like I'm going pro. Okay. Because I'm tired of like just getting random equipment and then it not working, me not being happy with it. So I just need to get what I know is going to work and just do it. So that's that. The branding is so incredible. The podcast covers have come back. So they created like five or six options for new podcast covers using the photos that I took with Caroline and with Charlie. And it's pretty exciting. So one of them I was obsessed with. They just have to alter the text a little bit. I'm obsessed. So I cannot wait that should be out. I might release it maybe like Sunday night. I don't know how long it'll take for the podcast platform to send out the new cover photo. But yeah, I think I'll put it up on Sunday. And then on Monday on the mom room podcast Instagram account, I'll start using all the new branding, the new fonts, the new colors. So exciting. Change the profile photo. So that's where we're at with that. And then in September, I'm planning on launching the website where we'll have the blog. We will have a newsletter where, you know, like every Wednesday, you'll get an email that says everything that's going on in the mom room, like what's happening on the blog, what's happening on the podcast episodes, who's the guest. We'll throw in some funny memes, some, you know, what, like inspirational quotes, like whatever I feel like putting out in the newsletter that day. That's what it's going to be. So new merch, that's my next step is I need new merch. So that in and of itself is going to be a little bit of a hassle because I want it to be really high quality and just have a few things that are like staple pieces. Um, yeah, so that's what's happening over here. The reason I need the camera ASAP is every time I say ASAP, I think of ASAP Rocky. <laughs> Anyways, um, he's the father of Rihanna's baby. Isn't that so random? I remember seeing ASAP Rocky. What concert was I at? 
I don't even remember now, but he opened for the person that I was seeing. Oh my God. Was it Rihanna? Oh my God. How funny would that be? Anyways, I'll try and figure that out because now I'm curious. Um, Yes, I need the camera ASAP because I'm going to Ottawa on Sunday for two nights and I'm recording two in-person interviews, one with Dr. Tracy Dalgleish, who uh, you guys all know, she's been on the podcast before, and then one with a therapist. She's a couples therapist. She deals a lot with marriage and relationships post-kids. Um, And her name is Zara. And I'm excited to meet her and talk to her. That'll be the first time, obviously, that she's been on the podcast. So we're going to talk about romantic attachment, which is a hot topic. Um, We're going to talk about all the things that happen to relationships post having kids and how she helps couples navigate those things. Um, Dr. Tracy and I are going to be talking about boundaries, setting boundaries, which is huge. So many people had so many questions. I put up a sticker on Instagram and everybody's like, okay, so how do you actually set a boundary? What do you do if people don't, you know, listen to the boundary that you're setting? Like all these questions we're going to go over. Most people obviously were curious about setting boundaries with in-laws. Some people were like, yeah, they just come over unannounced, like don't even knock on the door, like that's a problem. So we will go over some of your questions that you submitted. That should be a good one. So that's my plan. I'm also going to visit some friends while I'm in Ottawa because most of you probably know I did my grad school in Ottawa, so I lived there for over 10 years. So I'm excited to go back and, you know, go to all my favorite spots and visit some friends. And yeah, next week is also super busy. I get back on Tuesday. My mom comes back. So my mom is getting her eyebrows done at the place that I got my eyebrows done. So stay tuned for that next week. That'll be super exciting because doing your eyebrows is life changing. To not have to pencil in my eyebrows every single day is, you know, it's just the kind of life that I want to live. And I wish everybody could live that life. Because I looked, especially having blonde hair, it was shocking, you know, the difference. Because if I didn't pencil in my eyebrows, it looked like I didn't have eyebrows. And I don't know if you guys know this, but in 2008, I submitted a video. So I went home for Christmas holidays. So that was my, I think my first year or my second year in grad school in Ottawa. And I went home for Christmas holidays and my sister and I decided to put together a video and submit it to Canada's Next Top Model because at the time Canada had that show going on. So I was like, okay, let's do it. So we submit the the video. They send me like, they like, put me to the next round of, you know, auditions or whatever. And they sent this massive stack of paper, which was all questions. It was like over a hundred different questions for me to fill out. Like, what's your relationship with your dad? Like, like, what was your childhood? Like, Like, they just want to know everything about you. Like, what are your religious views? Because they want people that are going to make a good show, right? 
So I fill out that questionnaire, send it back, and then they invited me for the in-person auditions that were happening in Montreal. And my friend Jen was living in Montreal at the time. So I was like, okay. So I went to stay with Jen and she came to the audition with me. Like it was terrifying. There were all these rules. It was like, you can't wear any makeup. You like no hair product, just like plain hair. Um, they wanted you in like whatever outfit they, you had to bring a pair of heels and you had to bring a bathing suit. And I was like, Oh God. So it was really crazy. It was like, they had the room and when you walked into the room and they did groups of like 10 people. So my group of 10 people, like we waited for our turn and then you walk into the room and there was like the people sitting at the desk with the big massive spotlights on us it was so crazy and I was like what am I doing so you did like group things where they just watched you walk in heels and you then they did like individual things where you sat on this stool and they just asked you questions it was really strange and I remember one of the questions was like about what I was doing in school and I was like oh like I study eating disorders like I'm doing my master's in psychology and I think that's what maybe maybe um maybe why I didn't get the part but I didn't get on the show obviously um but yeah, it was such an interesting experience. And I remember we were lined up and one of the main guys was like going to each girl and just like looking at our faces and stuff. And he specifically asked me if I bleach my eyebrows and I was like, um, no. So that's that's where I was going with this story is that my eyebrows are so light naturally that the dude from Canada's Next Top Model thought that I bleached my eyebrows um another thing like people ask why my eyebrows are so nice and like full before that in-person audition I had to grow out my eyebrows it was in the instructions like do not touch your eyebrows for like from now until the audition which was like three months so I did have thin eyebrows but because of that audition I had to grow them out and then I was able to like reshape them to what they are now so anyways, that's a fun story, isn't it? Um, so all that to say, my mom is getting her eyebrows done next week and I'm going to go with her. That should be exciting. And then she has her shopping spree with Charlie Goss. So that is also super exciting. So I'll document all that stuff, obviously. So yeah, busy, busy times over here. Um, I'm rambling and I could talk forever, but I got to get some work done. I got to get on the Peloton. I got to go pick up Milo and bring him to the dentist and maybe pick up this $5,000 camera. So fingers crossed for that. My my poor husband, like I'm going to pay for the camera, but like my poor husband. (laughs) Oh my God. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. We are just like climbing the charts. We are taking over the world. The number of downloads in the last 30 days, um, that's what I look at for analytics. It is just like going up. And I, I swear to God, once we get this new podcast cover up, the new branding, I'm working with Nadine, who is like a producer, and she's going to be reaching out to guests. We are just like this podcast is, it's going to take over the world, guys. Okay. So, uh, 
yeah, thank you so much. I wouldn't be able to do any of this without you guys listening and rating and your reviews, like the reviews that are coming in. Oh my God. Like it makes me cry. Every time I have a bad day or I feel bad, I just go read the podcast reviews. I love them so much. So thank you so much for listening, for following on social media and engaging with content. I love you guys. So, uh, I know you will be so excited when you see the new branding and the new podcast cover. I'm very excited. So stay tuned for that. And other than that, I hope everybody has a good week, a good weekend, and that your children sleep and don't wake up at 4 a.m.